Things Strange podcast. We are your hosts. Agent Ether. Agent, uh, Agent Redacted. <laughs> and Agent Anderson. Come along as we examine UFO sightings, conspiracies, and all things strange. You can check out all of our wonderful links in the description on the link tree where you will find our Discord, our merchandise, our email, and more. This week's episode, Evil Santas. More like anti-Santa. Something, I don't know what to call it exactly, stuff having to do with Santa that uh, instead of bringing cheer to the world and cheer and joy making kids happy they might uh, murder children as oh. you know depending on the case <laughs> oh joy <laughs> and turn them into stew that's actually a pretty common theme surprisingly common theme actually kind of makes me a little worried about certain parts of Europe <laughs> <laughs> yeah these traditions didn't carry over to the US but we certainly have our own creepy things going on so i suppose that's okay yeah all right, this topic was voted upon by our Patreon subscribers, where we've got three wonderful tiers for you. The first tier will get you early access and after hours. The second tier will get you bonus episodes, and the third tier allows you to vote on upcoming topics. This time around, we had a choice between Evil Santa and Christmas Time UFOs, and Evil Santa's one out. We got to do Christmas UFOs, too. We've done Christmas UFOs, though, so I'm glad we did this one. Yeah, we could... I did from the Blue Book Files. We could always do uh, another episode at some point with Christmas UFOs. What with the kids having vacation and, you know, holiday times, we should have a few extra hours here and there that we might be able to use towards that. We'll see. Although I am pretty busy lately. I've been learning bass guitar, so that's taken up some of my free time. You're just a slacker. You already know bass guitar. You're just learning it more. <laughs> what? I do not. Yeah, you play with like a group. Well, that no, that was the that was a stand up bass. It's the same thing. Not really. Yeah. So Aiden Anderson of. came in and he told me they're gonna get a, a bass, and I was like, we don't have room for a bass in our tiny house. We're in Northern California. You don't get McMansions up here. And uh, for weeks, I thought he meant a stand-up bass. And looking <laughs> around our tiny living room, trying to figure out where in the world we're going to store it. So, of course, it gets here in its nice, small case, which can <laughs> easily slide under things because it's a bass guitar. I actually ordered two basses. I got one on Amazon, you know, my mistake. And, of course, they pulled the old pet detective on it, and it was smashed to bits when it got here. So I sent that back, and I ordered a really awesome six-string bass on uh, Reverb.com where they have used instruments where it's it's hit and miss, but you can get some good deals. But it has like a spalted maple top. It's It's just a beautiful instrument, so I'm really happy with it so far. And I got a huge discount on it, so that's even better. I love me a discount. Anyways, forget about all that stuff. That's maybe something for the after hours. Let's talk about evil Santas. Or something adjacent to Santa that may be evil. Something around the holidays that murders people, I guess. I should call the show. I don't know. Whatever. All right. I guess I'll start off with Necht Ruprecht. Have you guys heard of this one? I actually hadn't heard of most of these. This one, you'll never believe where I found out about it. When you were traveling through Finland. No, you'll never guess. Agent Redacted, would you care to wager a guess how I discovered this particular holiday treat? Some, for a, some form of video game? No. That was a good guess, though. That is a really good guess, yeah. I do love me some video games. No, actually, uh, when I was in college learning how to play the piano... There was a piece that my teacher recommended called Necht Ruprecht by Schumann. And I learned how to play it. And it's about, uh, I had no idea what a Knecht Ruprecht was. K-N-E-C-H-T-R-U-P-R-E-C-H-T. And I asked my teacher, well, what the heck is a Necht Ruprecht? And she said, well, it's kind of like Santa, but... Uh, instead of giving him presents, he abducts children into a sack and murders them or something. I don't know. <laughs> wow. So th- I actually found out about this one 
from a piano piece. It's in, uh, what is it? It's like Schumann's, he wrote a book, like an album for the young, I think it's called. It's it's a bunch of kids' pieces or easy pieces for children, essentially. But I was an adult. I was just learning how to play the piano. So it was appropriate because even though I wasn't a kid, I didn't know how to play that well. It's a really fun little piece. You can Google it. There's plenty of videos with this title. If you just Google Necht Ruprecht, it'll come up with the piano piece probably before you find any sort of article about it. But anyways, it's uh, by Schumann, S-C-H-U-M-A-N. Schumann wrote a piece ab- uh, about this. It's it's popular in Germany, but not very well out- known outside of Germany. It's a German thing. Nobody else really knows about it. This is a Santa-like character that deals with, instead of handing out presents, it's he deals with dealing with uh, naughty children, I guess. He has several different names, such as Hans Ruprecht or Rue Klaas. He wears a black or brown robe with bells, a pointed hood, a creepy mask, an enormous flas- flax wig. I, I just, I'm ima- what I'm imagining doesn't actually like if you look at the artists renditions or people wearing costumes doesn't look like what I'm imagining but so anyways um a pointed hood creepy mask an enormous flax wig he also carries a long staff and a bag of ashes and he walks with a limp sometimes he uses a staff that instead of like a walking staff or a long staff, it's actually a switch made from birch. And this is actually a really common theme. I suppose in Europe, they cut switches from birch to beat their children. And that's sort of what this guy has. What In the bag, what are the ashes from? We don't know, oh. but it could be dead children. Oh, okay. What, what were you going to say, Agent Ether? All right. I thought, I thought you were going to say something. No? Okay. Yeah, so he has a bag of ashes and a staff or a switch. Sometimes he's depicted with horns and long, unkempt hair. Sometimes he is not. The horns are optional, apparently. He's often seen riding a white horse and has a following of men dressed as women with blackened faces or fairies when i read this i was like all right germans are fairly strange i imagine that any culture you look at that's not your own seems extremely weird and this is one of those cases (laughs) you know this bunch of men dressed as like old women and they're like they're coal coal blackened faces or something I, i don't know it's i don't understand it it's very strange Maybe if I lived in the 1600s, it would make sense. Who knows? Interestingly enough, Ruprecht is also one name in Germany that they use for the devil. So it's like a demon. I guess, yeah. The devil. The devil, Bobby Boucher. Who's Bobby Boucher? It's a Waterboy reference. I've never seen Waterboy. I didn't know either. I'm giving him a funny, funny look. <sighs> Agent Redacted, I watched it with you. It must have been bad if he didn't retain any of the information. I oh. feel like I've seen parts of it. Oh, that one. That one? Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> the devil. The devil. It's That's not a very good movie. No, yeah, but but well, it's, it's an Adam it's, Sandler movie. It's not a great movie. And it's it's kind of one of those, it's so bad, it's good kind of a movies. No. And mm. it's got, so it's got like Harry Winkler, uh, Adam Sandler, um, the you could do it guys in there, of course. Wasn't Adam Sandler also in Forrest Gump? No. <laughs> no. <That's> no. Tom <laughs> Hanks. <laughs> Isn't Tom Hanks the Forrest Gump guy? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but it has one of my favorite, favorite actors slash actresses of all time which is Kathy Bates. So she's in, she plays the protagonist's mother and she's religious, I guess. And 
everything that her son wants to do, which is Adam Sandler is the son, everything that he wants to do, she says, is basically the devil. He wants to go to college. It's the devil. He wants to play football. It's the devil. He wants to date a girl. It's the devil. You know, whatever. But, dude, she is just such a good actor. It's supposed to be actor these days, right? Yes. Was was Adam Sandler in... Um, so weird. No. Was he in... Uh, what's the movie with the angry hockey golf guy? Happy Gilmore. Was he in Happy yes, Gilmore? Yes, that is also All right. Adam Sandler. That's what I was thinking of. No, I just never got the memo. <laughs> <laughs> but um so anyways it's a it's a really fun movie where there's Adam Sandler plays a water boy and that's uh the whole movie he plays a water boy for a football team and shenanigans ensue. Let's not go off on that tangent. It's not a very good movie. It's too late. Yeah, we've already done the tangent. Yeah, we, we did All right. the tangent. Let's recover from that tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Necht Ruprecht. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I don't know. You're supposed to roll your R's in German? Necht I don't think you're supposed to roll the R if it's in the beginning of a word. Okay. Is this Didn't true? Asian ether grow up in Germany? Dude, I grew up on a military base, Uh-oh. isolated from the citizens of okay. the farming community that really wanted nothing to do with the United States. So. All right. Was it East Germany or West Germany? What do you think <laughs> i think it was west germany because <laughs> that would be really interesting if it was east germany i would have stories <laughs> yes you would <laughs> all right anyways there are a couple of different regional versions of connect ruprecht and one version he asked well actually actually this is kind of all the versions he asks children to pray he'll go around to neighborhoods kind of like Santa Claus, instead of bringing presents, he will confront children. He'll corner them at night in the dark, and he'll ask them to pray to God. Are you picturing this? That's not creepy at all. No, not a little bit, not even a little bit. If they do, (laughs) he gives them treats. (laughs) (laughs) treats. What, that's it? Like, Apples and gingerbread. That's that's it? If if they do not pray to God, he beats them with his bag of ashes. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine that as a child growing up with these stories? I think it would take on a whole new meaning. You know, we laugh, but I'm guessing in the recesses of the minds of people out there in Europe who grew up with these stories— I bet they're not laughing. They're like, dude, that was some creepy shit going down when I was a kid, and my parents would scare me straight. They would say, yeah, es is, es is nicht ein story. Es is real. Knecht <laughs> is a real person, and he beats people with, with his ashes. <laughs> you, li- you like my accent, Asian Ether? Asian Ether does not look amused. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's looking like... Dude, you should have hit the edit <laughs> button before you even said that. <laughs> Wait, now you got to keep it in. Well, all I have to say in my defense is that, uh, you know, this is a Christmas episode and we are partaking of Christmas libations, even though we're, we're recording it a little early. But, uh, you know, I went to the store to get eggnog and I was not going to get rum, but Agent Ether said, hey, if you don't get some rum, <laughs> break your thumbs. I'm going to break your thumbs. That's exactly. Right. Yeah. So I said, well, I have to get some rum. There was no conversation that went, it's been a really long work week. Let's put eggnog and rum together and make it a little less worse. <laughs> and make a really fun holiday episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And might I say that the prices at our local market are absolutely insane. Let's not go off on the inflation tangent. I had to give four gold pence to the trader for my bag of fish this week. Five bucks. Five bucks. Okay, let's get back to the knockoff Santa Claus. For the cheap. Knockoff Santa Claus. For the cheap <laughs> can of whipped cream. What's the, generic? We're talking about generic, the generic Santa brand, Clauses. No, no. The generic brand of whipped cream was $5. That is just insane. And I actually, a couple of years ago, I got 
like a whipped cream canister and like the little things you you go to make your own whipped cream. That was not a couple of years ago. Whatever. I don't know. A year ago? I don't know. It was like last Christmas. And that's actually to buy the the heavy cream to make that is actually even more expensive than just buying it pre-made. It's, it's, it's insane. I don't understand how these prices are so crazy. But, you know, whatever. I won't I won't go. Maybe I should do an episode on on the uh, the Safeway monopoly. I don't think anybody wants to hear you ramble on for an hour about yeah, Safeway. Just, just me doing like an I old... I think that's going to have like 10 downloads. <laughs> You're going like, to be like five of them. Doing like an old man rant about grocery store prices. <laughs> the bread used to be $2 for a loaf. God damn it. No, it's like eight. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get back to Connect Repect. Before I go on too long of a tangent there with, with the grocery store prices. I went on too long of a cosine... That's that's not tangent. Tangent and cosine are not the same thing. Would you, since you know so much about it, Agent Redacted, would you care to tell us what exactly is cosine and tangent? So when your teacher tells you to press the cosine button on your calculator, <laughs> press cosine, and then you put the numbers, and you press the equal. Same with sine and um, He's, the other one. He better know this stuff because we sat down and went over it for a very <laughs> what's, long time. What's the other one? Subtangent? There's three of them. No, I don't know. It's like cosine get, or he sine. He taught those ones yet. Sin. Quick. Oh, okay. Quick agent redacted. Anti, he knows this one. What's anti-tangent? The, what's the tangent of 45? Six. No! <laughs> <laughs> now he's just pulling my leg. So, somebody, somebody was not paying attention. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the episode. My Definitely math notes are better. Bad. You should be proud. Edit what? The math stuff. Nobody wants to hear about my math. No, this is this is a holiday episode. Nobody okay. gets nobody gets edits. They get oh. they get what they get. This is and a holiday special. <laughs> holiday special. Holiday means. special. I'm too lazy to edit it. No. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that is not how we phrase it. <laughs> well, what, the way that one out. The way we phrase it is: holiday special means you get to see some behind the scenes <laughs> action, right? You get to see the stuff that we normally edit out. Did they include the hospital trip and first strike when Jackie Chan broke his leg or whatever? What are you even talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? You're talking about grocery stores. What are you talking about? I'm I didn't waiting. Think- I'm waiting my turn. I'm patiently waiting. I didn't say anything about Jackie Chan. I want to talk about my anti-Santas and a haunted castle. I'm like over I here. Think- I think Agent Redact is trying to get me go- to go on a Jackie Chan <laughs> No, no. Do you want to do it anyways? I mean. All right. Well, no, no. We'll do a really short Jackie Chan tan. Oh, shit. All right. All I got to say is Rumble in the Bronx and First Strike. First Strike is like the best movie ever. If you've never seen a Jackie Chan movie, start there. And if you're not impressed, then there's something wrong with you because those are amazing <laughs> movies. All right. Let's get back to ne- Necht Ruprecht. Okay, so anyways, he asks the children to pray, which is kind of creepy and open to interpretation. And if they do, he gives them treats like apples and gingerbread. <laughs> and if they don't, he hits, he beats them with his bag of ashes, who is probably, <laughs> probably ashes of dead children. How did he start getting the ashes then? Dead children. Yeah, but who did he murder first if well, he didn't have his bag of ashes? At first, he used a bag of rocks to murder the children. And is then, this confirmed? Is this canon? This well, I'm I'm saying it, so therefore it's canon. <laughs> what you can't just say it's on, canon on my show? It's canon. It's my show. What I, I can do what I want. No, you can't. I just did. We well, can't do whatever you want. All right. Anyways, he's also known to give coal, rocks, and sticks to bad children, but <laughs> I don't see how the kids would worry about that. Compared to being beat with <laughs> the ashes of dead children. <laughs> He's also known to give, as a gift to naughty children, a switch for their parents to beat them with. <laughs> Instead of getting, you know, a toy car or whatever, you get, uh, you know, basically a stick that your parents are going to use to... But what kind of parents are we talking about here? If if it's a bad kid, the parents aren't beating them in the first place, or they're beating them too much, you know, whichever. So I don't think the switch is really going to make much of a difference. This doesn't really make any sense. We'll straighten them up. That's right. Take out the slack. Now a for a little bit of corporal punishment for the really bad children. He takes them, he puts them in a sack, and throws them into a river to drown. To drown. <laughs> to drown. Yes. Wow. 
So kids, don't be naughty. And if you're listening, if you're a child and you're listening to this podcast. You should not be listening to this podcast. <laughs> you are being naughty. So Necropract <laughs> is probably going to come to your house and beat you to death or throw you in within a sack into a river. Um, just a, a couple of little cultural things. There's the connect Reprect has, you know, worked its way into the larger culture. Well, I won't go over all, but the first one that caught my attention was that the, the German version of the Simpsons, the dog is named connect Ruprecht instead of Santa's little helper. That's funny. <laughs> and there's a German version of the Simpsons. There is yeah. actually. Yeah. Hey, so the Simpsons is international. It has Dish Simpsons. Is that what it's like? Yeah, it, it's permeated the world. What would it be, Agent Ether? Do you remember? Dare. <laughs> Dare de das, den, dem. I think it'd be Dare. Das. I don't know. Das, das, das Simpsons. <laughs> I don't believe we're arguing over German grammar. <laughs> <laughs> All I, I, I remember the chart, Reza Neza Mormon. I don't remember what it means. Dare D Das D D B D because it's plural. Ha! Decent. Oh, yeah, did, right. I did learn something in high school. Decent. We are embarrassed by our educational system. Okay? <laughs> Everyone listening to the show, we know. We know how bad it's not it that is. bad. I hope my German teacher isn't listening, Mr. Engling. Hi, Mr. Engling. If he's still around, I hope he is. D. Simpsons. You should send this to him. I think Das Simpsons. Yeah, sounds, I think Das Simpsons would work. That sounds more German, but I don't think yeah. that's correct. Well, Anyways. It doesn't matter. We anyway, should. so the in The Simpsons, the German version, it's uh, Santa's Little Helper is named Necht Ruprecht, <laughs> which I think is absolutely awesome. All right. So that <laughs> that's my, uh, wow, all the tangents. Hey, that's what happens. When Agent Ether forces me to buy rum at the store. All right. Next up, Agent Ether has, what do you have for us? I have not this page. Um, Pierre Fouettar. Now, this show is known for butchering names and French is we, not my friend. I just spent 23 minutes, according to my thingamajig over here, butchering all kinds of stuff. So you don't got to worry about that. And... I'm not going to say the sections of France where this resides. Like, I'm not even going to try. That's what? It's in French. Just say it. Just say no. it. It's in France. And Pierre Fouettard is French for Father Whipper. I, I know Spanish. No, Let me see that. It's the same. It's the no, same. No, no, it's not the same. You're saying it wrong. It's Pierre Fouettard. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> that's how you say it. Is old I think that's Whipper. Italian. So he's a companion to Old St. Nick in a lot of countries. Old St. Nick. And the descriptions vary, but generally he's wear he's wearing a black suit instead of a red one. And he has a beard, but it's like really long and scraggly, and so is his hair. And in all the depictions I saw, he's kind of like bent over. He has this bent over. Like statue. scoliosis bent over? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's actually, I don't know if we'll get to all of the ones I took notes on, but that's actually a pretty common description is either they have like a limp or they're bent over or their back is messed up. Somehow that's creepy. That's a pretty common description, actually. So I should fear people of scoliosis? I, I really so. don't want to catch it. That is... Not appropriate. <laughs> well, I don't want to How is that it. inappropriate? Okay. Wait, wait. Have we gotten to such a such a place to where even people with scoliosis are never mind, let's not go down. <laughs> let's, let's skip that one. Edit. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Pierre Fouettard is often depicted carrying a switch or bundle of sticks. Very common theme. And he wears a wicker basket. Do you know why he wears a wicker basket on his back? I do, but why don't you tell us? To carry children away. Oh, this sounds how big is he? Awful lot like the next one I'm going to talk now, about. Now this is this is interesting. He uh, doles out punishments like spankings, and then he gives coal or beets. Beets are bad. Yeah, they give coal or beets. I think beets now, can be pretty delicious. Saint Nicholas will hand out presents. They're like little red thingies. Are we talking about the beets that you put in your salad, yeah. or or are we talking about no. like sick beets? No, no, like the red beets that you would put in your salad. 
Hmm. That's awfully strange. Well, I don't know. And um, for Passover, instead of using a lamb shank bone, some people will use a beet. So there is some symbolism there. I guess, but beets are yummy. <laughs> I like beets. So the question is, where's the origin of Father Whipper? In 1252, there was an innkeeper, or some say a butcher, and he and his wife kidnapped three wealthy children and were attempting to rob them. They drugged the children, then cut them up and made them into stew. Hmm. Legend goes that St. Nicholas resurrected the children. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's? or I don't know. And forced the innkeeper. Keeper to become his assistant, aka slave, for all <laughs> eternity. <laughs> Interesting. That's, I mean, that, uh, yeah. So they actually don't make their rounds on Christmas Day, which is the 25th. They make it on St. Nicholas Day, which is December 6th, which I don't think really gets celebrated at all in the States. But December over, 6th? Yeah, over in Europe, that's when you're going to get your stockings filled and you're going to get either toys or coal. St. Nicholas is um, has morphed over time. So the Dutch Protestants came over and they settled in New York and they brought over St. Nicholas and it eventually became the more secular Santa Claus. But St. Nicholas is actually a saint. Did you know this? I did. I didn't know this. So he's the patron of young people and children. And he was born in Asia Minor a long time ago and inherited a great deal of wealth on the death of his parents, and he would give large amounts of that away. He became a bishop, and he died on December 6th. So to commemorate his death and sainthood, they have St. Nicholas Day or St. Nicholas Tag in Germany. And I grew up in Germany, so I remember in the apartment complex where I lived, someone would actually dress up like St. Nicholas on December 6th, and we would leave our shoes by the front door, and they would either get filled with coal or with bits of um, chocolate, usually. Somebody would fill up your stocking of coal? My shoe. <laughs> if, if you left your shoes out in California, somebody would probably just steal them. <laughs> so, actually, one, so one year, I was a pretty good kid, but one year I was downstairs and... Me and the, some of the neighborhood kids decided it would be a really good idea to graffiti the walls near what? the laundry room. Yeah. Why? I, I don't know, because we were kids. And somebody saw us, and my parents found out, and I had to help clean it off. And it was very close to Christmas time, and I got coal <laughs> in my shoe. <laughs> that is hilarious. Every other year, I got small treats, but that year, I got coal. Was it real coal? I can't remember, but I think it must have been because they didn't, like, have, like, coal candy. It might have been rocks or something, but it was not the treats I had wanted. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So, uh, yeah, that's that's Pierre Fouetard, and, you know, he doesn't show up in a lot of places, just small areas of France, and it's kind of this more of like an ancient European legend than anything else. Yeah, it actually bears a lot of similarity to a lot of the stuff I read about, actually. They, they actually all do, because I was reading about like a plethora of different anti-Santas, and there's just there's a lot of similarities. It's just they come from different regions of Europe. Can you tell me how many is in a plethora? <laughs> At least two. At least two. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> we got our chat going on. Uh, NZ Fart Puncher says, Evil Santa, hell yeah. And ba Bald Eagle says, Good evening. Well, good evening to you, sir. And we also got Aussie Mima. In the live show, pretty pretty um, small audience this time, but shout out to Ozzy Mima! <laughs> wow, that was enthusiastic. Yeah, I think well, Agent Redacted they, is literally falling. They, they always show up. I mean, he has two cryptids laying on top of him. Okay, I mean, That's, how can I resist? That you probably is, heard some microphone jangling from them earlier. I don't care what you're doing when you got two cryptids taking a nap on top of you. That is like, it is just. Instant sleepy time. Like, it just makes me so drowsy. I just, you get all warm and sleepy and you just, that's it. It's over. Whatever plans you had are, it's not going to happen, you know? 
I'll be working and it'll get really quiet. And then I'll hear snoring from the couch. <laughs> and it's Agent Anderson. And he has fallen asleep. <laughs> he has succumbed. <laughs> hey, it happens. Ozzy Mima says, thank you for that enthusiastic <laughs> welcome, Agent Redacted. <laughs> 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 that's funny <laughs> alright uh, so did you do you want me to do another one and then you'll do your castle thing yeah okay so I'm going to talk about the Christmas devil otherwise known as Krampus that's the fun one this one's a little bit more well known than Nectruprecht but actually it's there's a little bit of overlap and they may have the same origins uh, or they may actually be the same person. With, Who knows? With what? Same origin with? Nectruprecht. Nectruprecht. Okay. There, there are a lot of similarities. But just like Nectruprecht, he does, Krampus does Santa's dirty work. So I don't think I mentioned it with Nectruprecht, but he actually works for Santa or with Santa. Oh, wow. Or or Saint Nick, as he, as he may be called in... Uh, in Europe. I don't know if they make that distinction over there, but over here we consider those to be basically the same person. But Santa does the fun stuff. He gives out the gifts, make the kids happy. But like Agent Ether was saying, so on, on the December 5th, Nectruprecht or Krampus or whatever, on the 5th, they'll go around and round up all the riffraff and murder them or whatever, depending on their transgressions. Get them out of the way. That way, when Santa comes on the 6th, he can do all the fun stuff. And Krampus is no different. He actually, unlike, so Necroprect kind of threatens a little bit, but he's doesn't, most of the stories, he doesn't murder as often. But Krampus is a little more sinister. And he doesn't start with, you know, giving a switch as a gift so the parents can beat the kids if they want. He just beats the kids with with a switch. So he's a little more sinister uh, compared to Necroprect. From what I read and saw, he, he looks a little more sinister, too. He looks like the devil. I think they made a couple movies. They made uh, one movie that I'm aware of and a couple of TV shows and animated things and episodes on TV shows and stuff, but we won't get it. There's probably an X-Files episode. I don't think there is actually. Oh, really? Yeah, no. No. He did show up on a couple of other shows, but we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here. How am I getting ahead? What are you doing? I'm thinking about moving your mic. (laughs) Don't move my microphone. The dogs have already moved it enough. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves because I didn't even say what he looks like yet. Okay, Okay. go. He's half animal, half man, covered in fur, with cloven hooves for feet, a tail, and horns on his head. The devil. He looks like the devil. So which half is, so I'm assuming half is a goat? Yeah, the bottom So which half half is a goat? Okay, the bottom, is it like split sideways or? Well, but he, if you look at the drawings of how he's depicted throughout the years, he looks he doesn't really look human. He just kind of looks like a goat on two feet with human characteristics, kind of like how the devil is often uh, portrayed. But he also has some unique features, at least as far as I'm aware. For example, he has a very long, grotesque, pointed tongue and fangs. Now, by very long tongue, I mean long. There's pictures of him drawing. So there's, there's a thing where... They had postcards. I don't know why you would use this guy on a postcard, (laughs) but there's a tradition of Krampus being put on postcards that people would mail to each other during the holidays. Merry Christmas. I'm going to beat you to death. So we have a lot of artwork depicting him, like a ton of artwork. And in some of this artwork, instead of picking up the kids with his, his hands or something, he's actually picking up the kids with his tongue. So he has a really, really long tongue that in some cases he uses to grab children. So it's just really creepy and grotesque looking. He also carries chains, a whip, and a bundle of birch branches. We have some similarities here. The bundle of birch branches is also called a root, R-U-T-E, which apparently is a symbol that goes all the way back to pagan origins. 
and might have something to do with pagan rituals or probably has something to do with pagan rituals. And this kind of makes me think of Led Zeppelin 4, the album Led Zeppelin 4, how the album cover has that old man carrying a bundle of sticks on his back. I wonder if that has something to do with pagan oranges, origins and the root and carrying a bundle of sticks. I don't know. I'd have to do a lot more research to, you know, figure out what that has to do with anything. But in any case, another interpret possible interpretation is that if this has pagan origins and the Christians came in and co-opted Christmas as kind of their own holiday, they sort of took it over. This is this is my understanding. I'm not sure if that's true or not. I've just heard it places take it with a grain of salt. So they might take that symbol and put it on a devil-like figure to kind of make it look evil. I don't know. But either way, he carries a bundle of sticks on his back on occasion, and he will take those sticks and beat children with them because they are branches. Agent Redacted is falling asleep. I'm sorry, I have two cryptids. What else am I supposed to do? And Agent Ether is over there. What are you doing over there, Agent Ether? Listening. Okay. I thought you were shaking your head. I saw you on the corner. Shaking my head at Agent Redacted. What? What am I doing? I was like, what? Do I need to hit the edit button? What are you doing? Just hit the edit button for old time's sake. He also has, guess what? A basket or a sack on his back. And he uses these to take away bad children. Once he captures the children, he either throws them into an icy river to drown or he takes them, cooks them, and eats them, or takes them to hell. What if these you are, live in the Sahara Desert? These are a couple of variations. If you live in the Sahara Desert, you probably do not really follow or might not even be aware of European No, I mean, culture. like, what, I mean, is, how do you, what if he really wants to drag you into an icy river? Is he going to drag you to, like... Someplace in Europe. That don't make no sense. He doesn't live in Africa. He lives in Germany. Yeah, right? but he goes to Africa <laughs> to beat naughty children. It doesn't say that anywhere. Well, does he just stay in Germany? Yes. So if you so live in, okay? in Germany. In fact, if you live in Germany. Is it like some sort of pest that travels like through boats? Or? If you live in Germany, based on the number of terrifying creatures associated with <laughs> Associated with Christmas, you might actually want to move to Africa. You might be better off because <laughs> there's a bunch in Germany. There's a ton of them there. So, yeah, they don't have icy rivers in the Sahara, so you're probably safe there. <laughs> what about South Sudan? Does Krampus just, go to South Sudan? They'll just be made into stew. No worries. They probably have their own nightmarish creatures there associated with their own holidays. But the, have, uh, I guess are, we have Halloween. That's loads of nightmarish creatures. There are probably Christians in in Africa, and they probably celebrate some form. But are they Christmas. afraid of Krampus, though? But uh, well, I don't know. I didn't look in. I didn't look into that region. I just looked. Africans, in. please leave a comment. If, <laughs> yeah, right. If, if, if you're if from Krampus, if you're from Africa, I don't think specifically I have, the Sahara Desert or South Sudan. That's it. I don't think we have any listeners from the Sahara Desert. We don't have to worry about anybody else. Yeah, I could be wrong about that, but anyways, <laughs> going back to Krampus. What about China? He's actually apparently a real person because in the 1950s, the Austrian government distributed pamphlets titled. Krampus is an evil man. (laughs) (laughs) Proving that Krampus is not just a legend, but he's real. And that's why Krampus does not murder children in Africa, because one man can only do so much. Well, Santa Claus can deliver presents to everybody in the world. He has one day, Agent Redacted, one day. Yeah, Santa Claus has one day. December 5th. He has one day to do his murdering, and he he only has enough time to murder people in Germany. Children. Murder children. But Germany's population it. has gone up a lot since, like, the 1000s. Yeah, but after this episode, it might go down a little bit. Oh. People are going to hear this, and they're going to say, maybe I don't want to live in Germany so much. No, actually, maybe I don't think, get murdered. I don't think we have that many German listeners. <laughs> All right, let me check. My phone just dinged. Let me see. That might be Agent ETA. Maybe he finally woke up. <laughs> Tell me he's a dumbass. He says, I'm sorry, dude, I overslept again. (laughs) (laughs) It's nine o'clock at night, just about. He overslept. All right. 
Oh, uh, Is he going to join or? I doubt it. You should tell him to join anyways. Nah, he just woke up. He's probably got to cook himself an egg, eggy burrito or whatever what? he's having. When did he go to bed? He Well, he works the night shift, so he oh, probably so went like, to bed pretty late. Like five o'clock? I don't know. You should ask him. We can ask him later on. We got to ask. We got to get an idea of his schedule so we can bug him more. NZ Fart Puncher says, I want ETA. All right. Hey, <laughs> the fans demand. I will let. I'm going to text Agent ETA right now that NZ Fart Puncher demanded his presence. I want to see what he says. All right. Let's see here. Remember that guy on like Twitter or whatever that just didn't like NZ Agent ATA? Fart. Yeah, that was hilarious. C H E R demands. What about Russia? Is Krampus in Russia? Because Russia is pretty close to Germany. I don't know. I see these kids typing out their text messages. I don't understand how they do it so fast. My thumbs, my thumb is like 10 times Okay, bigger. so you type out half the word, then at the top it gives you three selections and you press one but, of them. But it's never the one I want. Well, yeah, the phone <laughs> algorithm hasn't learned you yet. I don't want to diss on our little agent over here, but half the time when he sends me a text, mm-hmm. I can't read it because there's so many extra letters. Yeah. Okay. No, no. It's true. It's true. When I went to pick him up from school, okay, I went to pick him up from school earlier and I, I don't always park in the same place because it depends on what's going on. I might park in a couple of different places. Oh, no. Oh, so no. <laughs> he gets he gets out of school and he texts me F F J R K T O T. So I I texted back the only thing that you could respond to that with, which is Y G D Y J G F H J K J G F H J H and oh my God. and a gif of a fish doing the pog face. <laughs> That was my response. And he responded, Why you, why you, 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 you. And I responded back with another creepy pog face gif. Because I'm old. I'm stuck a few years in the past, right? Whatever is cool like five years ago, that's what I'm doing now. And he responds, H, 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 H. And then I, I responded back with a shaking pog face. You know what's funny is when I type out, when I send text messages, they are complete sentences with punctuation. Well, that makes I look, rarely If you use, use punctuation on Discord, you are a nerd. All people out here, if you use punctuation on Discord, you are a complete nerd. You just called me complete. You called your mother who teaches you math. <laughs> yeah, you're a nerd. You have like a degree in like physics or something. Physics and stuff. <laughs> I didn't go to college for like 20 years, so you're a nerd. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Finish so I can do mine and then go get more eggnog. I want well, some eggnog. I'm I'm finishing, so you can go ahead and go get more eggnog. Can you get me some eggnog? If you want. No, you don't deserve eggnog. What, what did I do? Why are your headphones on your cheeks? <laughs> Because the dog's sitting on my cable. That does not make any sense whatsoever. The dog sitting on my cable is too short. <laughs> the dog's like pulling the, the dog weighs like eight pounds. I, I don't want to kill him. He weighs eight pounds. You can just move him. I'm not going to move him. <laughs> He's delirious with exhaustion. Yeah, he is. And it's only eight o'clock. It's almost nine o'clock. It is way too early for you to be delirious with exhaustion. <laughs> oh my God. This episode has been taken over by a giggling agent redacted. I think Agent Redacted may have gotten into the rub. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta show him the. Um, I think it's the second movie. It's the second Austin Powers movie, so I can show him. You know the. Okay. Was, okay. I think, I think I'm good now. All right. I, I got to get back to the episode here at some point. We got I'm crying with laughter. We got stuff to talk about, man. My chest. 
Oh wait, wait. That was my phone just <laughs> went ding. So maybe Asian ETA. <laughs> he said. <laughs> Agent ETA says I didn't even finish my research. I wouldn't have much to say. And I'm just gonna respond with okay. <laughs> Don't call it anyways. Well, we're at 46 minutes right now, which 46 minutes is probably going to be cut was, back a little bit. I thought I was going to die of laughter. At least it's not as bad as that time with the cow cheese. Why are you talking into your headphones? <laughs> Why is that funny? That is not funny. I think this is worse than the cow cheese incident. <laughs> you think I was like a comedian or something, but I'm really not that funny. Why are you laughing so much? All right, I, I, I might have to turn down the volume on your microphone so I can I can finish so I can finish. I'm almost done. I'm almost done with Krampus. Agent, we're gonna have to cut this out. Like the last right. five minutes. There we go. You're just laughing. I have I have just lowered the volume. I have the power to do that. You probably only hear him laughing in the background right now because his his microphone has been silenced. All right. Anyways, where the hell was I? Uh, Krampus is an evil man proving that he is real because no government would put out a pamphlet titled Krampus is an evil man if he was not a real person. Uh, apparently immortal because he's been around for a very long time, going back to the days of the pagans. Let's see. We talked about his day on the 5th. Oh, wait, we didn't. It's actually called the December 5th in some areas is called Krampus Nacht. Oh. Did you know that, Agent Ether? No, but I do know there's a Krampus Lauf. What is that? That's a Krampus run in which everybody dresses like a Krampus in yeah. a costume and runs around like a parade. Like hundreds of people in Munich will dress up to thousands of spectators and have like a whole little event. I want to do that. They actually do that in many places in the world. San Fran? Oh, wait, hold on. Let me turn your mic back up. Okay. Since I'm actually being a part of society now. Since they, you stopped they laughing. It's really funny, though. San Francisco. Agent they don't do it in San Francisco? You know that song you hate about San Francisco? San Francisco. When you come to San Francisco, be sure to put stuff in your hair. That one? Yeah, that one. They had a song. It was a Christmas song, and it went, It Never Snows in San Francisco, but it was a very similar song, and I will play it for you later because it made me <laughs> oh, think God. of you. <laughs> I believe in my heart you will hate it just as much. <laughs> it's like the Christmas version. It does not snow in San Francisco. That's the song. It Never Snows in San, Fran in San Francisco. It's been like 20, 120 years since it's snowed in San Francisco. It should, because it gets pretty cold there sometimes. When I woke up, my car was literally frozen. I had to wait to leave for work like 10 minutes while it warmed up. It was, when I left to uh, take the kids to school this morning, it was like 33 degrees out. I did PE in that. <laughs> but sucker. here's the crazy thing. So I'm like wearing my jacket and stuff. I got the heater on in the car. I'm rolling up to drop off the kids. I'm seeing kids walking to school wearing... Like a t-shirt and athletic pants. Okay. These kids are insane. In elementary school, <laughs> I used to roll up in when it was like 30 degrees out and the track literally had frozen puddles. I would, who's poking me? All right. I let's see you, get, but I'd roll up in a Hawaiian shirt. It was awesome. Let's get back to I saw Krampus it. because I'm almost done with Krampus. <sighs> <laughs> Too many tangents. I guess yeah. this is what happens when you give the agents rum. You get a <laughs> I, lot. I have had zero rum. I don't believe you. Can I have some rum? Here. I'm not going to put that on record because I could go oh, to jail. Snap for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, so, so, okay. So I just said that he has his own day on the 5th, December 5th, Krampus Nacht, where he, you know, he culls the herd so that, you know, I think it's a conspiracy. Santa doesn't want to make presents for everybody. So he sends out Krampus to go murder some children so he doesn't have to make as many presents because he's lazy. Santa gate. There's too many kids. Santa gate. There you go. You heard it here first, folks. The Santa gate. 
All right. Anyways, we already missed Krampus Nacht here in the United States, and my children were not thrown into an icy river or eaten or we should definitely specifically me. So I guess my kids were not naughty this year. We were really naughty. You guys lucked out. I don't want to know what Agent Redacted went up to. <laughs> Whatever he you don't even want to know. Whatever he did, Santa apparently did not detect. Yeah, his activities. He's he must be a ninja. I don't know. All right. Now, in 2015, Krampus got his very own movie. I haven't seen it, but critics say that Krampus overacted a little bit. But people who know him personally say that, no, that's actually just how he is. He was not <laughs> overacting. So, I don't know. Take it for Maybe we'll watch it later. It's supposed to be Let's, a, let's watch it. Put it on the list. Yeah, all right. I'll, well, when I'm not recording, remind you me. You put later. it on the list. Yeah. Future note. Press the edit button. We have a list. Have a list. We have a list of about, I don't know, at this point, it's probably about 95 movies. I think it's 100, watch, dude. Something like that, yeah. But there's, there's a bunch of good movies on there and a bunch of really bad movies that uh, we watch about once a month, so we'll probably never finish the list. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Anyways. We'll finish it about 10 years. If you happen to get a visit from Krampus, it's customary to offer him some schnapps. What's a schnapp? It's a it's a liquor made from fruit. Oh. It's so very strong. You, you guys might want to keep some schnapps on hand just in case. So that your kids don't get murdered, maybe he'll take that into consideration if you give him some good schnapps. But make sure it's the real stuff. Most of what we call schnapps in the United States is just flavored grain alcohol. It's not a brandy. Will Krampus just like tear off your head at that point? He might. If you offer him some cheap (laughs) American schnapps, he might not just take your kids and eat them. He might just take you and eat you as well. He might make an exception. He might leave the kids because the they deserve better parents. That might be it as well. Yeah, he might take he could like adopt them. Kids. But, you know, I'll be honest. Hey, that he, should be plot of a movie. Take that idea. If he comes to my house, Agent Redacted, I'm throwing you right under the bus. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> Name one bad thing I've done. It doesn't matter. He, he comes to our house. I'm going to say, hey. I've been good. You want this guy. This guy has been bad. Take I've not even done anything. <laughs> All right. That's what I had for Krampus. Well, it took a while. Should I even bother? Dude, if I edit this episode, it's just going to be, it's just going to be like five minutes long. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's, what do you got, Agent Ether? What do you got next? Oh dear. I have Hans Trop, and this is, a figure, a historical figure, who is excommunicated from the church, forced to live out of society due to his use of magic and dealings with the devil to amass his fortune. So sort of like Hagrid? What? No. Nothing like Hagrid. Because Hagrid got kicked out of society. He was exiled and had his property taken, but he still remained power-hungry and dangerous. He remained near the town, building a dwelling up in the foothills, developing a taste for human flesh. How does he get well? So he would dress as a scarecrow to wait for his victims, and the costume worked well because he was six foot seven inches tall, which is a good foot normal than the average local. Wait, a good foot normal what? Foot taller. Oh, taller. taller Okay. Than the average local. He rode around on a black horse, and some say God actually punished him by making him an actual scarecrow, and he wasn't just dressed up as a scarecrow. Hmm. So, like, is that how um, the Wizard of Oz starts, really? Tropin means to make noise while walking, uh, and some people say it's to chase away spirits, and he wears giant black boots. He has a long white beard and is sometimes seen in a pointed hat, which I think you mentioned before. Yeah, there's some very common themes for some of these. Pointed hats, baskets on the back, sticks on, you know, bundle of sticks. There's a lot of them. So he goes around warning children to be good, and he'll give them floggings to make them comply. (laughs) (laughs) You better do your chores. Whack, 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 whack. How severe are the floggings? I, I don't, it doesn't say. Like, well, you know, one to 10. 
It depends on when you're talking about because flogging. The further you go back, the mile per hour the worse crash. it is. Yeah, flogging with a cat of nine tails, for example. I want no parts of that. What's a cat of nine tails? It's a whip with instead of one strand, it's got many strands, and that's not really flogging anymore. That's just an ad- wait, wait, wait. And insulting. The, the strands have like barbed wire on them, so that yeah, that's just that's just murder. That's just attempted murder. Well, it doesn't kill you; it just messes up your that's skin. Just, that's just attempted murder at that point, Dad. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, so origins, origins of Fun Trop. There was actually a Hans Fun Trop of the House Troth. He was the fourth son born in the 15th century in Castle Burvarstein. Oh man, Burvarstein. There we go. Uh, this was when there was no border between France and Germany because it was part of the Holy Roman Empire. He was an aristocrat and a German knight under a Palinate prince-elect. He quarreled with a local abbot over some properties, and over the castle, the bishop actually would not concede them. So in retaliation, uh, Trotha stopped the supply of water to a nearby town by building a dam. And when the abbot demanded he release the dam, he did so in such a way to flood the town, ruining their local economy. Oh, just the local economy? What a jerk. So this feud went on, and the abbot asked the emperor to get involved, which he declined. So then the abbot went, after eight years, to the pope, and the pope finally vanished, von Trath, because when he called a joint meeting, von Trath not only refused to attend the meeting, but he sent him a nasty letter accusing him of doing all sorts of um, inappropriate things. <laughs> I guess you can't say because Agent Redacted is here. Yeah. So I actually, I you could looked say, up, I'll close my ears. I looked up on Google Translate the translation of Bervarstein. And you know what the translation is? No. It says the translation is Bervarstein. That's very That's, You have to click it back and forth. Do you see the little arrow in the you middle? Have to re- you have to play it backwards. <laughs> it means the devil. <laughs> nope, still Bervarstein. You're doing it wrong. Bervarstein. You're just doing it wrong. So it's it's actually, as a castle, it's in pretty good condition. Still today? Today, and we it's go open visit it. between March and October, and in the Great Hall, there's a mural depicting the conflict between the bishop and his monks and Hans von Trotha, and it's a public restaurant. And you can actually stay in one of two guest rooms in the castle as well. That would be awesome. It's a little hard to get to. You have to have a car, but... Oh, geez, I have a car. A car? Yeah. What, what country? It's in Germany. Oh. I've never stayed in let's a haunted castle. Germany. Oh, yeah, let's go to Castle for castle Christmas. Castle is uh, Berg, so it'd be Berg, Bervarsch, Bervarschstein. Also, Hufflepuff, all castles are haunted. Are this they? castle is haunted. They're all haunted. They're all haunted. I would love to stay there. In the year 1200, a group of knights actually took over the castle, rampaged the countryside, harassing the locals and robbing travelers that were coming through. And they were dispelled in 1315 when one of their own was paid off and the others were captured. Wow. Then after that, Christoph, who was the son of Van Trotha, took over the castle and it passed down several generations until 1591. Then there was a um, fire started by lightning and the lady of the house went to her terrace because she smelled smoke. She looked out, she saw there was no escape, so she took her child to her breast and leapt to her death from the terrace. Did the child survive? No, nobody survived. There's a fire and she leapt. And Why so, didn't she run through the fire? Because <laughs> she didn't want to burn to death. I don't know. It would be cooler. It would be more metal. So they, uh, I'm, I'm going to remember How was that. it? Agent Redacted will never, ever tell me slang words. So that was metal, huh? I'm going to have to remember that. Be totally metal, you know? Totally metal. That is not a new slang word. Yeah, that's not new. That's been around a long time. So since she jumped to her death, from then on she can be seen in her white gown, sometimes with her child replaying the event, and she also haunts the lower passageways at night. Bro, why not just move on already? I mean, come on. 
<laughs> from being a ghost. Yeah, just haven't you seen Beetlejuice? Yeah, but it's been more than 150 years. That's true. So that's what I have on that one, Hans Trop. That's pretty. F- that's a fun story. I like it because he's a scarecrow, so it's a little different than yeah. the other themes. He's, you know, he's a uh, he's haunting the poor children. Well, I wonder how that works though. If you're a scarecrow and you're stuck in one place, he's not stuck in one place. He's pretending to be a scarecrow. But, but what if he actually is a scarecrow? I'm assuming he'd have ability to move his limbs. Yeah, he can move. He's like Jack Skellington. He just oh, looks I see. Like oh, not like the oh, scarecrow okay, so. from. The Wizard of Oz, like Jack Skellington. Jeez. So he, he's not stuck in one place. No. Okay. It's kind of creepy now. I'm picturing a cross between a skeleton and Jack. That is, Scarecrow yeah. and Jack Skellington. That is, well, that's another evil Santa, by the way, is, is Jack it, Skellington. That's what? True. We were just That's watching. actually real? It's real in the movie. Oh, I thought I thought it was a made-up character for Man, the Man, The Nightmare Before Christmas. We should watch that. It's, it's a good movie. It's awesome movie. Add that to the it, list. It's so good. I should. Is that Tim Burton? Yeah, yeah I knew it. Burton. I knew we that was a Tim Burton movie it last night, right? Yeah. Oh god, yeah. I was busy. Busy doing what? I don't remember. I think <laughs> I was busy. Well, the the home. Oh, homework, homework. The thing I love about that movie is the stop motion animation they do is just top notch. I doubt we'll see another movie too often that has that level of stop motion it's it's pretty unusual for them to put that much effort into it it's really really well done oh, I'm so warm i'm going to die the the character creation like all the characters look really good the sets look really good everything that movie is just it's awesome it is just a fun movie anyways i hate that movie when i was little cuz it's creepy cuz it's creepy I, I hate the one where he, his neck is in the middle and like he has a 360 degree mouth. I hate that. <laughs> what? I always thought, you know, what if it broke? What if you broke it? Who has a 360 mouth? Like all the way around and his whole head goes like that. His little who, top hat. Who does? I don't, I don't one remember. The, one of the creatures. I think he's saying one of the creatures has a creepy Yeah, one in, in the village. It was creepy. I hated it. Oh, wait, wait. Do you mean the mayor whose his head turns all the way around? Yeah, yeah. And it can go up and down. I hate that. What if it broke? Like He has two faces? Yeah. Is that who you're talking about? He's a 360 degree mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. No, like, like, like his, just imagine his head's cut off and there's a cylinder in the middle that can let him move up and down, and like, it's creepy. I don't like it. That's in a Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, I don't remember that character. We'll have to watch him. Okay, um, well you're a nerd. I don't like, I like it. There, there's a character who's like his dripping. You remember that character? Uh, That's the one that creeped me out. He's only in it for a little bit. I'm so warm. That's not the dripping character. I know, but I'm just saying in general, I'm very warm. All right. Anyways. I got a couple more. Let's go over a couple more here just real quick. We'll do some short versions. Hey, you touch my stop touching my microphone stand. There's Yeah, that that makes noise, Agent Ether. Yeah, don't I'm doing nothing. There's the that's racist. The Belschnickel. That's another one from Germany. But it, he's from Germany, but apparently these days he lives in Pennsylvania. <laughs> what? He dresses in tattered old clothes and carries a switch to use on children. But he just wants to scare them. He doesn't actually whip them. He just threatens them. Oh, that's nice. Into being good. And he'll actually, even if you're bad, apparently, he'll give you candy anyways. So he'll give candy to anybody. He just wants you to be good, but he's not, he won't really actually do anything to you. So he's he's not going to murder you and eat you. He'll just. I'd like to meet him. What's thre- his name? He'll threaten you. The Belschnickel. Okay, I'll remember that. I'll leave him offerings. The Belschnickel. All right, cool. But what I'm wondering is bad kids, the bad kids, man, they're like, they're like little shits. So kids who are bad know how to be bad and they will definitely figure out that the Belschnickel will give them candy whether or not. I'm assuming this Belschnickel is like a once in a lifetime experience though, right? Dude, I can imagine kids going up to the Belschnickel and saying, what are you going to do? You can't hit me with that. You're not going to hit me. Come on. I think the Belschnickel would snap. He might, yeah. I mean, honestly, if you're asking to be hit, I guess if maybe if you maybe that's the the out he has. Maybe if you ask him, then he can actually do it. I don't know. And then there's another one called the Yule Lads, which are thirteen trolls from Iceland. 
And they used when they were younger, they used to steal and cause shenanigans around Christmas time. So as a punishment, they were recruited to scare children into being good. They have a mother named Gryla who actually kidnaps, cooks, and eats bad children. <laughs> what? She had 13 children to one? Damn. No, no. She had three husbands and 72 children. Oh, wow. All of her children were, grew up to be naughty, which begs the question, why did she not murder, kidnap, and eat her own children? Why did she raise them better? Damn. Why does she If you only, get 72 chances, I mean, come on. Why does she only eat other people's children who are bad, not her own bad children. Hey, if you're out there, if you're from Iceland, maybe you could let us know why Gryla does not eat her own children. She yeah, should. Iceland. Maybe she's just a hypocrite. Who knows? And the last one I have, honorable mention, I had to throw it in there. The Mothman was seen from November 15th to December 15th. You can't 15th. throw in the Mothman. So December 15th is not exactly that is unrelated. Not exactly Christmas, but it's the holidays. Can't throw in the Mothman. You got Thanksgiving in there by December 15th either you have your lights up or you're not going to put them up at all. You know, so it's kind of a holiday cryptid. I had to th kind of throw them in there. Can't throw in Mothman anytime you want. Those are sort of the ones I had notes on. Did you have any notes on anything else? No, Either? that was it. Happy Christmas. All right. Goodbye. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. And have uh, a merry. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for listening. Merry birthday. I would apologize for all the tangents, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. This, this is a rough episode, man. I don't think there's any hope for this one. I'm just going <laughs> to re-record it. I'm just going to, yeah, either, either we're going to have to re-record it. Without or me. Gonna, we're just going to be like, all right, well, it is what it is. It's a I holiday think we episode. Just send it. Take it or leave it. Just you send know? it. They can't all be zingers. That's all I can say. It's like that Primus album. That's exactly. Yeah, that's where I got that from. I love that. It's my favorite title for an album. They can't all be zingers. Yeah, and they, they, they got the little cheese man's like screaming. It's like, ah. Yeah. It's their greatest hits album. It's, I don't know. I love it. Primus Man. That's some good stuff. Yep. All right. Anyways. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening, and until next time. Keep it strange. All right. Keep it unusual. <laughs>